Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days Beating Cancer Daily Together. Something caught my eye that I wanted to share with you. It was actually published by CNBC Online from Dr. Courtney Warren, who's a contributor. And the headline was Harvard Trained Psychologist. If you use any of these nine phrases every day, you're more emotionally secure than most. And I thought that it was intriguing because I had also read a review of literature talking about the self-esteem of cancer patients and how when confidence is rocked, it can lead to more depressive disorders. And that's more common among cancer patients who are not emotionally confident. So I saw how that could work, right? Because I was bald, I became 98 pounds, I was a single mom going through a divorce, and that's a lot to process. Now, any of those things could have rocked me, a failed marriage, losing all that weight and being emaciated, being bald, but I found a lot of resources to be confident and to be positive. So I was curious about this because I always want to see if I can teach what I did to help somebody who might not feel as confident while they're going through their cancer treatment or their survivorship. So I looked at these phrases and what Dr. Warren said was that If you're emotionally secure, you feel more empowered, you feel more confident, and you feel more comfortable in your own skin. I actually liked being a bald woman. I found the experience really cool. And as I said on another episode, I wrote a lot of humor about what it was like to be a bald woman. So I did try to find the humor and also the positive side of what I was going through at every turn. And it wasn't always easy, but let's look at these nine phrases and let's see how many we actually say. Number one, let me think about that before I respond. Do you say that phrase? I don't, (laughs) but I'm just very much from my gut. I process very quickly. It might come from me working in news in a newsroom where I had to really trust my instincts and check facts quickly, but I'm not so good at that one. I usually really just process quickly and go from my gut. Okay. Number two, no. Oh boy. (laughs) Are you good at saying no? She says that emotionally secure people feel comfortable setting boundaries. 
they are clear about what they will and will not do based on their own moral principles, needs, and desires. Whoa, I am getting better at saying no. She says another way to phrase it is, I'm sorry, but I can't help with that because I have too many other commitments. That's a good way to say no without just saying no or thank you for the offer, but that's not something I enjoy doing. Wow, I'm going to try to adopt those. Those are really, really great. Okay, here's another one. I'm not comfortable with that. That I'm good at saying. If I don't feel comfortable with something, I'm really good at communicating in a respectful way that it's not sitting well with me. How about you? Do you use that one? Okay, here's one I can definitely embrace. This is who I am and I'm proud of it. Or what you see is what you get. Or you may not like this about me, but I'm okay with it. You know, I'm pretty comfortable with who I am and I'm always trying to improve, but I am proud about who I am and who I'm evolving to be all the time. How about you? Okay, five. Am I like that? Emotionally secure people are able to consider criticism without lashing out. If they receive negative feedback, they don't take it personally. Instead, they see it as an opportunity for self-improvement. I don't say, am I like that? I actually uh, do consider constructive criticism all the time. I ask for it, by the way. I actually ask for it. Some of the similar phrases she said are, wow, I guess I really do say that phrase a lot. Or I didn't realize I do that so often. Thank you for pointing it out. I really am on a quest of self-improvement. So although I don't say that exact phrase, I do really lean into positive, constructive criticism. Even when it is a little bit wonky and people are very critical, I still try to work with it. Okay, here's another one. I will work on that. Okay, so that's cool. If you do get something pointed out to you, you do take action to strengthen connections, grow. I like that. Here's another way that you can rephrase that. I hear that that's important to you. So I'll work on being more compassionate when I talk to you. Or I'm not very good at being patient. I'm going to practice being less pushy. Wow. That is me. I am not good at being patient. And I am really a take the bull by the horns kind of person. And I do know that rubs people the wrong way. How about you? Where are you on that? Can you take constructive criticism? Can you start working on it? Can you acknowledge it? Here's another one. I'm sorry you're struggling. How can I help? You look upset. I'd like to help. I see that this is hard for you, but you have my support. I think I'm pretty good at that. I think I'm pretty good at identifying people who are struggling and finding out how I can help. My husband would say to a fault that I get involved way beyond what's needed, but I'm a very empathetic person. Are you empathetic? Are you non-judgmental? Can you help? 
Okay, here's another one. This matters to me. Do you have a solid belief system? Are you secure in your choices? I care about this, even if you don't. Wow, can you acknowledge when someone's not supporting you? And can you make your needs known? I don't think you're acting in an ethical way, and I can't watch it happen without standing up for what I believe is humane. So this is really about voicing what you care about, even in the face of someone not caring about what you care about. And the last one she states is, I will try. She says, emotionally secure people have cultivated a sense of inner safety that tells them that they will be okay even if a new effort fails. This allows them to experiment with new things such as hobbies, friendships, travel, and even personal coping strategies. I'll try that next time. I might not be good at this, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Wow, I am that person. I do love to try new things. Do you take risks? Are you able to fail at things? Dr. Courtney Warren, who's a board-certified psychologist and an author of Letting Go of Your Ex. (laughs) I've done that, Dr. Warren. (laughs) Uh, She says that these nine things are a sign of somebody who is emotionally secure and confident. Where do you stand on it? What do you want to work on? I always have things I want to work on. I hope this gave you food for thought. I hope that if you're being rocked by confidence in your cancer journey or survivorship, that some of these thoughts help you start to work on becoming more secure and more comfortable in your own skin. I think one of the greatest examples of this is a woman that I met early in her cancer journey, way back in the early 2000s. I had been diagnosed and treating for several years and was also on the other side of my stage four diagnosis. And she decided that she was going to boldly go bald. And she started a blog and a website called Bald is Beautiful. Her name is Sharon Blinn. I looked at how she embraced her baldness. I did too. But she created a whole advocacy campaign on the beauty of being bald. And even after she survived her cancer, she still sported a beautiful bald head to encourage and empower other women and men going through cancer treatment who had lost their hair to embrace the beauty of who they were at that exact moment. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Sharon Blinn and Bald is Beautiful. You go, girl. I lost touch with her along the way, but I went onto her website to see what was going on. And you know what? She still has Comedy Cures listed as a link on her website. Thank you, Sharon. To me, she was somebody that really embraced her situation, really showed how to be confident in her own skin and with her own bald head. Very authentic, 
very convicted about helping other people through the cancer journey. So I consider Sharon a sister in this whole experience and a chemo buddy. And I hope that our stories and our journeys help you find your confidence and help you feel empowered. That's the whole point of this Beating Cancer Daily 365-day podcast so that I can help you along this journey find things to laugh at, find things to cry about, find things to build on to have the best quality of day, day after day, as you go through your treatment and hopefully continue through to survivorship, recreating the best you that you want to be. I actually heard something that made me laugh. So I just love to share it with you before we end. Blessed are they who can laugh at themselves, for they shall never cease to be amused. (laughs) Have a good day, and I'll see you tomorrow. I hope you guys know this, but Beating Cancer Daily is a listener and donor-supported podcast and community. So if you have some extra change, I'd love you to go to comedycures.org and make a donation today of whatever level is comfortable for you. And it will be tax deductible to the extent allowed by law because Comedy Cures is a nonprofit 501c3 organization founded from my chemo chair, April 1999, and we've been going strong ever since. So please consider making a donation today and help our community and this podcast thrive. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.